0: eaters podcast with zach please i'm your host matt teeters how we doing baby we're feeling thankful the studio the blessing this came about we're thankful vibes are up just on a win streak just got your eighth win yeah we're playing a ball right now dude we're crushing i, I saw some stat on the tv it was like we were first
1: in in the league the past like 10 days in all batting statistics so we're crushing bro let's just keep mobbing
0: crushing yeah Absolutely, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, you know, so let's let's bust right into it, bro Like we're finally here. We finally made it. We've talked about this for a while Do you remember where we were when we first talked about doing this? It was your birthday, bro? We were sitting outside in the hot tub. Hollywood Hills, bro That was
1: honestly a moment in time that my life was dimensionally changed for all sorts of different ways My brain's been able to reach new like expandables You know, like I've been able to think over overcome certain thoughts that I thought were boundary, you know what I mean? Like it's I don't know, it's a free spirited feel, I think. Dude, uh
0: yeah, that was fucking crazy. We talked about it and dude, you know. How was that transition from the off season? Yeah. Heading in out there on the west coast and then coming back to Cleveland and getting into it in full swing of the season. I mean, even after last year,
1: like how many how many games were cut in the shortened season? To prepare was unlike anything anyone's ever had to do, dude, you know, because usually it's the same length in terms of like games a season. And then you play, you go to do your off season and you prepare and you train for like, you know, the January leading up to the spring. And then spring training is like game mode and then it's like, you play, and, but it got disrupted last year, so it's, you know, this has been a test year, I think, to to see if like, how guys were going to hold up just where everyone was, the players' table is going into a new, like, players' union, you know, agreement with the league and shit, so like, it's kind of crazy I don't, I don't want to say, like, tornado of a time, but like, it could kind of be a crazy time, you know there's no, there's a lot of
0: questions that aren't answered, that are going to be answered soon, you know, so, Yeah. We're in that swing of the breeze. How about yeah. the atmosphere with the fans? Everyone's coming back. Everyone's packing the stadium again. I remember I was at the game. One of the first ones, it was, like, super light. They were only letting a few thousand people in. I remember walking around. There was no one in the bathrooms and everything. And then, boom, the boom, they hot, hit the right, switch. Right. Fans in the stands, man, should have been nothing. Just in the terms of what we just had to do together, you know.
1: I hope during this off season there isn't any shutdown somewhere. Like, if Arizona decides to be, like, no, going outside or, like, L.A. That yeah.
0: was a big, big city. City that will just like mandate. So for people that don't know, that's where you like to train in the off season. You go west coast, you've been down in Florida. I've been in Florida, yeah, I mean dude, Florida is actually the place to be, bro. I love Florida,
1: man. Yeah. If I could have a house down there, I I would. It's like, you know, dream house, dream setup. is like a lake house, bro, with some privacy. Maybe you're, like, in Florida, bro, just a fish you can catch, like, the sunset, the way it hits, it's like,
0: everything is... That twilight
1: hour on the beach. It's always a fun time, bro. Paddleboarding anything. You want to wake up early just to go out there and just, like, it just looks pretty and shit, dude. So, I don't know. Florida would probably be my ideal setup to have a place and like hopefully a boat like the whole deal I don't even have to have crazy setup just something that you know you can feel like is
0: yours bro and you're working your ass off getting your mind and your body right you just come back home and you're just at peace with where you're at yeah, it's something to do. Like if you want to, if you have a boat, get your working,
1: and then you just go on the boat, bro, all day. You yeah. Have to, you hit the fish, bro. You come cook it up
0: at night, or you just go for a swim. You just go cruise, whatever you want to do. I've seen you on the boat lately. You're in Chicago, out on the on the river. Yeah. And you were just out in uh, Lake Erie. Yeah, a friend of mine had a had a boat cruising through downtown. On the river, first time I ever
1: done that, so that was actually a crazy experience. We were just out on Lake Erie, bro. We
0: rode up to Puddin Bay. You and Bieber? Oh, yeah, me and Bieber. That's awesome. It was a good time. So, like, that's your that's your neck of the woods, that where you grew up, around Chicago, Crown Point, Indiana. Dude,
1: Crown Point, yeah. They said the region, Crown Point. You know, right in there. We're right in the hub, bro. We. Two one nine, bro. Always represent.
0: That's right. Like, kind of talked just a little bit about growing up. Obviously, you played a bunch of sports, and you definitely were trying to find your path. You got into baseball.
1: Well, dude, I had a twin brother, bro. So like, from the like, jump, it was like you always had like someone to do something with. Them. Mm-hmm. and so like dude that's like gotta be the craziest lesson bro you know like to someone that's legit you're same age situation boys like doing the same shit he's left-handed I'm right handed just literally no just way. flipped like our world is just like that was the start bro of everything I was born first dude. my dad always said. he said that he named me Zach please Act because it went together good and I'm a loudspeaker like getting your name announced in a game he thought it would sound cool he was right so I was born first but my twin brother Ronnie who was born 10 minutes after me was the Ron Junior so that's my dad's name's Ron and I was just like kind of sway how we played it from there like we just grew up together bro we had like the same friend groups at one point like it was my brother but he was like and with the friend group and whoever you know so like I was playing football or like basketball or baseball you know tennis my freshman year in mm-hmm. high school just my seasons were like certain people like more often than some people that I usually would hang out with all the time you know Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of took me away from certain people that I would, would have been hanging out with a lot. For the future, like, baseball was, you're trying to get a scholarship and you're trying to do the thing. But, like, dude, as a kid, like, you're trying to ball out and, like, who play football, baseball, shit, dude, long jump, I don't know, like, tennis, like, whatever, like... You're in high school, you know? You're trying to go do other shit, bro, and you're trying to... This is the last time you're ever going to even think about doing any of that shit, you know? So just Mm -hmm. do as much as you can while you can. So that was my, like, mindset. So let's talk about Ron. my brother, he was, like, a freshman pitching on our high school team, which at the time was ranked, like, top 25. We were in ESPN, as the magazine. No shit. Bro, we were crazy that year. It was our my freshman year. We had, like... Scotty Donnelly, bro, Josh Nagel, those Andrade, Mike manion Ryan Holloway. We had fucking, dude, it was crazy. You sure we bro. And so my brother, he was pitching, but at the time, he was big lefty He the 93 as a freshman. Like, whoa, kind of, bro. Could have gone. He was, you know, getting letters from Michigan University coming up to the Michigan State versus Michigan hockey game up in Michigan that's like the most received like dude right. lit college event so like it was lit bro you know growing up just like that was like it he was doing that i was like playing football basketball whatever um he like gets hurt his junior year you know nah i was still playing whatever and he comes he's you know went to a juco did his thing but you know just dude like like i said before hurt having a brother twin brother to like do the same thing as you like you both just like rebound effect off each other and like learn and Mm -hmm. it's almost like like even through his experience who wasn't me at all but like I could like just learn more off of him bro on the game of life that we're you know we're in dude like it's crazy so we just obviously that's my best friend now and so like at the time we were just growing and just like that was so authentic, bro, and it was so cool. So that has to be the number one reason right, why I'm even like in a position right now today in this life of whatever, you know? So it's, it's been crazy, but.
0: So when, did the, when was that breakout though? Was it senior year and Ball State came along? Or did a breakout come in at Ball State? I had like momentum, bro, just carrying me like through
1: that summer. And I went to ball state, like, thinking I was, like, cool to Zooter on the block, dude, you know? I wasn't coming in there. We were about to change the program. We are about to win this shit, like, off the bat, you know? We came in with, like, 11 or 12, like, freshmen incoming class type mm-hmm. shit, you know? So it was hype, dude. So, like, freshman years, I was carrying the chip on my shoulder, you know? And there were some dudes on the team from the year before who had... Who were now seniors who had played on the team like, you know, then two years prior, which would have been their freshman year of, of college. Mm-hmm. They, were on the, they were on the team when it was like a losing program and just like, like not fun, bro. see, like in fucking March, April, even like, <laughs> dude, it's freezing cold, windy, snow, sleet, like, dude, just like grinding. Yeah. And who were now seniors who then all these new freshmen. Incoming class coming, so they like carried the like the culture of what that was set bro for the program, which was like huge. That's like th- what keeps the, the the whole thing together, you know. So we were like mixing and molding that whole incoming uh, fall and like winter, you know, like freshman class. All these new kids are already like expecting to play. A handful of kids who were from the program years before, like, trying to just mix them all together, which was, like, great for the most part, bro. Actually, like, super awesome. And there's my first conflict, bro, like, ever. Like, I'd never been in conflicts with anyone, really, besides, like, being in competition. Not knowing I'm, like, my team or anything, nothing like right. that, bro. I'm a freshman running in these arena concourse at Ball State, that arena concourse, and so, whatever, yeah, I was going try hard my freshman year, you know me I mean, a couple of dudes, dudes who were seniors on the team would get around this bend where the coach couldn't see. So they would just get around the bend super quick and then walk. And so then I was with a couple other kids who were, like, not try, They were just, yeah, try hards bro. Probably, like, dude, were so not even into their fully developed skill set yet. But they were, like, so hardworking and diligent. They got away with it until, like, it was their time to fucking just right. already know what to do. Boom. Then you get all your ability and you fucking lock in. So, like, yeah, we were running by, whatever. And I said something like, bro, I didn't even, like, chirp hard. But it was a senior that was leading them. I was like, yo, like, let's just finish these up. I forgot we had like a set amount, like six laps or something, and we were done. So they would, I was like, let's just get these over with and did it. Like, let's just run them hard, fuck it, you know. Take not even ten minutes, basically. And he, like, tested me, he's like, you know, whatever, freshman fucking, uh, said some, So me being, like, oh, hard on back or whatever, I, like, said my ground, I'm like, dude, you get out of the bed, start walking, and then you're gonna come at me, bro, I'm trying to pick you up, let's, like, let's just go. And dude, he, like, pushed me, bro. I fell to the ground, actually. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. I was like, bro... I had no hatred at all, bro, but like, it was like that circle of like, where it's like, it met right there. So I was like, all right, dude, like, I was no conflict, we ran, finished our shit, and dude, turns out, you know, like, it was how the story would play out throughout the season. Like, he, we ended up getting room together, me and that kid, hash it out, bro had this conversation like of like you know where I was coming from he was coming from what happened apologies love giving back and forth bro no like trying to just ego test like cool experience so like my freshman year I was a crazy learning groove and I became the closer and I was like 12 and 2 with like 5 or 6 7 saves so like I had a lot of decisions so it, like was spotlight in the Mac, you know who mm-hmm. performers boom like you know set around so like then that next season you know I'm like not playing summer ball because I pitched I would start on Sunday after pitching relief Friday maybe Wednesday batting or like playing whatever left first right whatever I went that summer dude you know I was just like free hanging out with my boys come back sophomore year have like a good year caught in between like coach doesn't want me to really pitch only but like kind of is like trying to guide me to pitch only and I'm kind of combative right like I'm like dude I want to like hit I want to play especially if I can you know fuck it if it's going to help the
0: team dude why not you know well and you've always been considered one of the best athletes on the team dude regardless on the the mound out on the bases I
1: know and it's like we just we talk about it but like why not utilize you know like why not like do like you can do something about it and that's crazy for me to like try and say and like I'm in a position to, to pitch for every five days and to be a starting pitcher but like having dude like when i had when i was injured having the game taken from me and like feeling what it's like to have it taken from me, that's like something people don't feel bro and some some people take it different than other people it's like a testament or it's like an opportunity dude or it's like oh poor me it's like do people and i think every time that i've been injured i've used it like in my advantage bro the like leverage in my situation. So like whatever. So we get, got through college freshman year by miracle. Yeah, sophomore year was its thing. I like had there was nothing really crazy about it besides like I was top I had like you six were steady complete games. I had like six complete games, so it was like if only five people had as many complete games as me or some shit so like that, top five. Top five, top five. So, like, that was like, I'm still like heading the race, you know? Yeah. And, and crazy, bro. Like, it was mad hype. I went to the Cape. Cape Cod summer league, and it was like that was like it, bro. You made to the Cape Cape summer league, like you're a dude, like you're kind of be division one or get drafted, you know. Or there's no business for you being there unless you had you know desire to go play at a higher level, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, where Ham gave in, bro. Shout out to the game, bringing up Cape Cod, but no, I went there to pitch, dude, and I ended up, you know, out of take BP. I'm going backside, playing like center shagging, bro, playing like third picking stuff and so like dude the coach was old school so me and him just had a cool conversations you know we'd be kicking it and i went with a catcher uh ryan Flish, who played with me at ball state i was a pitcher he was a catcher we just like went together stay with his host family or whatever. I had to start pitching, bro, and I went to it's like, you know, I played football. I didn't play as much travel in high school. I wasn't with the hype as people were playing travel ball like, you know, freshman year through senior year. They're like party dudes across like the nation because they went to certain events, you know, and I was like not in that mix yet, but yeah, like going to area co games bro, like that was like I didn't realize how big of a deal that was, you know. Like my family did it was like almost two grand, three grand probably for me to go there, stay for a week get a couple workouts in playing like a game maybe throw two innings so like you know they paid and that was my first like experience of like this baseball shit bro we came in college bro and honestly I wasn't even aware of like how the direction would shape itself out in college. I knew, I was new deep down, like, I'd be going to play at a high level every time. Because so at each level you get at, bro, you want to you want to level up, bro. That's why you literally go from high school to college. You have to level up mentally, dude, physically, all the way around who you were in high school. You have to be better than that in college. And so then it's like, you know, next level. Going into my junior year, I end up getting hurt two months before the draft. I want to get hurt, bro. And it was a long story going into that even, dude, about my 21st birthday. In junior year, you were looking, you were looking at the pros. Was, bro, it was, like, all the hype. It was, like, Eric Lauer, Keegan Aiken, who were both in the big leagues. But, like, my class with me, you know, you know like, we, it was, like, the three, you know, who's going to be, whatever, and I remember Eric Lauer was, like, eight innings, you know, eight punchies uh like one one run I don't know four hits like shot of our junior year my first conference tournament dark game I pissed it was Miami of Ohio bro it was like nine innings no runs complete game shout out I was like locked down it was like all the hype was beginning bro at the start of that first game the next day I wake up the next day bro I was on like 96 in the ninth bro I was just like Next day I call I go to the field, whatever, it's like normal day, like some college shit. We're staying in like I didn't know a hotel, bro. I go to the field and go to throw it from me to you even, you know, bro. Like and dude in my arm was like, no, I'm like, damn, I've never felt it this ever before. That's when I knew, bro. But so then I the time, I was batting like fifth in the lineup. And I was getting a dilemma, like, you stay, you can hit. You don't get surgery be a team player like if you do if you don't do that like you're definitely like thinking for your best interest here you know and so then damn it's like me on this side I'm like alright what's my best interest bro you know like actually like a normal fucking human being would do what's gonna fucking be the best case for me right now (laughs) like don't even make me like second guess where the fuck I'm at like Make sure you're good, bro, you know, step one. So, like, dude, even even, it was crazy at the time, you know, he was asking me to stay and hit, you know, and not get surgery, bro. And you're going into the draft. day you get drafted, if you don't pass the physical, meaning you go through your MRI screening and, like, right. you got any partial tear, whatever, in your shit, dude, they won't sign you and he knows that bro the coach at my school knows that so like damn i'm stuck in this position bro and i thankfully was given the opportunity to talk to dr kremchick on the phone and in person bro before all this happened he's like look dude this is your situation do you want to get drafted as a pitcher or are you like what are you trying to do bro like, this is what's happening like he's gonna make you feel like this but you gotta do what's best for you which is just get surgery and going into this draft you know scouts can Tell their organization, like this dude's fresh off the surgery. He just needs a good rehab plan. He was a great pitcher before. You can literally develop him into whatever you want him to, you know, to be. And dude, I was fucking blessed, bro, to put, it. after coming out of what I just had dealt with, bro, and got overcame, I was put into this position with Cleveland, bro, especially in their rehab program. The people who were there, when, when I got there, You know, and that whole process, bro, transitioning from college to pro ball, and then, dude, not even being able to play right away. You know, I got surgery. Like, I got that whole rest of the summer, through winter, coming up spring, to where I'm even thinking about being in games. So like that next spring, you know, I'm like, I'm off until the next full season. Come back, see where you're at, dude. You made me get out the short season, bro, you know, which is like two more months after that. So that's what I did, bro, grinding. Got my degree went through that whole year bro and I was like whatever you know doing it getting by like just staying keep getting better bro keep getting better like fuck it you're here like you're you're here to get better bro keep getting better I'm like throwing slow you know throwing slow getting people out you know I'm like you know I know I can throw hard you know like and that's what's crazy to find that like inner will and tell yourself like dude that like you're it dude like you're you're actually like you can like you're doing this shit just keep going bro you know I got to that that point where it was like having to like understand how like real it is you know and dude obviously like I met Clev dude and like we were both we met each other at perfect times in our life I think bro we both saved each other in different ways, bro. Like he helped me understand like different ways, like to open and express myself with what I was doing and the opportunity that I had. Just like not being closed minded about what I had to do to be there, you know. And dude, that came from him learning through his experience of trying to be a certain thing. That's what he saw. Everyone saw the big leagues as, you know, instead of like to just go in there and the only job you have is to get wins, bro, for your team. Like if they go and shove, obviously, like dominate is what it comes down to. So like you know, just that, like, mindset, dude, to go out there and whatever, you know, passed on from generation of even in Indian's history, bro, so, like, right. different, come about some different ways, you know, you got Kluber and you got Bieber, you know, like, perfect, like, there's ways, dude, like, you can build cultures, you know, and certain people, like, click with certain people, bro, and, like, there takes time that comes in between all that, that kind of forms it all together, you know, because, like, you, even, and I feel like, in the work world, tell me if I'm wrong, like, gr- like, working your way up, like, I'm sure there's people in your department or areas where you've worked with, and, like, some people move up and move up together, and some people stay there, and some people do, like, whatever, So filter out, bro. <laughs> like Mindsets. Whatever, bro. Whatever yeah. you want to take it with, you literally, that's the direction everyone goes off into. I feel like, however you had your approach in it, that's just what happens. You see people that you've played with who, like, are you know, some people got there at different times, dude. And it takes like time for it all to come together, bro, and like shift up. So, like, I think we're in the process of that, dude. But we know how to win, dude, and dude, we're like, to like not even be worried on the back end, you know? Because, dude, obviously, it comes down to pitching, bro. If we pitch well, we just score a few runs, bro, or straight, just go out there and your pitcher's shove, bro. And we've been shoving. But, like, we've been breaking, too. So, like, we're in this period. We're only like seven games back right now. And if some crazy happens, for the like four in a row we win four in a row, and we lose one, flip, flip, four in a row. And it's like, yep. damn, one game, two games, what? Face up eventually. Like in the backside, we play the Yankees, we play Boston, we play
0: Chicago. So one of our first uh, five hundred followers on our social media pages at Box and Heaters on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, it's gonna be a lucky winner of one of these signs. Zach, police act baseballs. If you have any questions for Zach or the show, email BoxingHeaters at gmail.com, BoxingHeaters. And for just real quick, in case you don't understand, Boxing Heaters, you're throwing a baseball, you know, 97 through the strike zone. That's Boxing a Heater. Yeah, um, there's a box,
1: obviously, that you aim for, but there's a lot of plot twists in this show I think we can get into, but there's phases, you know, and being patient. And I'm most impatient, so like, for me to say now is like an impatient kid trying to make a run. yeah, do, play the fucking show, do all the shit, you know, wear the diamonds and shit. When you say patience, bro, it's just time that comes together for all the shit that you see yourself doing, all the hard work, bro, not only, like, you're putting it all in, but, like, without, that needs to, like, add, add up together as a force to make something happen, you know, so, like, that time is important and it's the patience through that like just trust in the training and like in your instinct like that you know is telling you whether or not like you're good enough you know like there's going to be kids who are in more blessed situations than you like of course they to come from different things that make them especially off like i said we were talking earlier judgment calls how we like meet each other and like first thing we do is make judgment first thing we do is size someone up and like you know There's judgment call, you know, and there's like appointment time, or like you, other people, you can notice the things that they're better than you at, and it's like that's where your focus becomes when you go to these events, you know, and you're like kid from a small town going to like, you know, your prospect event, or you're a new to school, or like you know, first year in pro ball, like new group of people that you have to like find your group of like the flow of how shit goes bro if you're not fast enough see it bro you know right people who get fast enough are fast enough because they work hard and they have like you know certain disciplines like they're just hard-nosed blue-collar like people they get by for so long and you know it doesn't always work out dude and there's people who get lucky and, you know all the stories in between dude but like it's crazy because luck is just, like, your actions put together as positive enforcement through your daily activity, you know, you're just, like, positive, and i mean, like, this is what I'm doing well, everything's cool, and it's, like, luck happens, because, like, that's all, you, that's happening, because that's all you put together, you know, you're like, I'm doing this, this, I'm on point, yep. you know, so, like, luck is just on your plate, and there's, like, things people say, like karma, when the universe is against you, dude, and for the most part like you are on defense dude to the universe you know there's like point where you just have to sit and play defense like you're just like damn anytime i try and make a move something happens or percussion i'm gonna use i'm using my life as as an example bro just because like someone can relate but like even just like random shit like when you notice something that's not going your way like either small mishap miscommunication something that's preventable you know what I mean that's just like not that's error dude um, and then some things happen in the midst of all that stuff happening you notice all this shit you're like damn why is this against me you know the fuck and in the midst of all that you're like damn you know that's on the field there's other shit with the results you're looking for results you know that's the derivative there to this is the results you know your focus and where it's all headed and that's when you can see things going bad for you because the results aren't there and you put it all together and it's like over time dude you're making you your worst enemy you know all you have to do is just like be good at what you do and that's it you know come in here and just be good like whatever happens that you can't control it, does you let it be but like if you whatever you can be fucking good at just do that and everything else will rebound and fucking catch yourself. i mean dude learning that's fucking hard too bro for me dude it was like always oh, the physical side you know in high school, like, I had to be bigger, you know? I was just like a normal-ass kid, bro, a more normal kid. Just, like, would run in the walls, dive on the floor, make a cool pass, like, catch something crazy, throw it farther than everyone. And then, I do want to fuck chill out. Like, you know, athleticism, you know? My physical absence had to get better. As I got older, I needed to get bigger. I wasn't too big. I was, like, eating cereal all the time. Hot dogs, cheeseburgers, bro, pizza until like high school you know and then it was like
0: chicken like that became cool to like, so, like work out and like eat chicken you know chicken and rice. Did you beef up on it, some chocolate milk bro yeah true, dude our Truman's. football coach bro was just like killing workouts and he was just screaming in our face go get two chocolate milks Truman, whole milks Yo, yeah yeah two of them we had to like go to- we didn't have it like that until, like, my senior year. Dude, I shot up 5'8 and up to, like, six, one. I was like, damn, that chocolate milk working like crazy, bro. I still drink chocolate milk and think back. I'm like, this shit is still working. It's still like, fire. Like, I'm still, like, on my way, right, bro? <laughs> I'm, like, not even tapped. That's awesome. That's. I think that's a great way to end it, for real. But well, we got we to thank everybody for listening tuning in to the very first episode of Boxing Heaters. Yeah, it's the first episode. Whoa. It's about to be a whole ride. Damn. It's supposed to be a whole ride. So I want to thank everybody for listening and tuning in. really appreciate you guys. We need you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, boxingheaters is- at gmail.com. Just remember, one of our first 500 followers on every page is going to win an autograph. Zach Plesak, Cleveland Indians baseball. If you have any questions or topic ideas for this show, let us know. Again, boxingheaters at gmail.com. I'm your host, Matt Heaters. This has been Boxing Heaters with Zach Plesak. Let's go... You're... Damn...